Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Hi there. I want to tell you about my webinars that are going to be coming up every month. I want you to check out my website and see what this month's webinar topic is and sign up. The format is going to be the same every month, even though the topics are going to change. It's going to be a huge variety of career-related topics. I'm going to give you a deep dive into content about that topic for about 30 minutes, and then you're going to have a chance for 30 minutes of Q&A in the chat box while I'm, I'm teaching you. You can ask me a question, and then if you're really brave, and I hope you will be, you can be volunteered to coach live on that month's topic. So you can raise your hand and I'll coach you. I want to give you that URL so that you can go to my website, see what the next topic is and sign up. So go to http colon backslash backslash. Nope. So go to my website at exclusivecareercoaching.com forward slash webinar sign up see what this month's topic is, see when and, and, and what time it is, sign up and, uh, and get in there and participate with me. I look forward to having you there. Thanks. Greetings, career superstars. How are you doing today? Can you believe it's almost the end of January already? What on earth has happened? I um, wanted to share a really big piece of news in my business with you. I was recently awarded the Master Resume Writing Credential which is held by fewer than 25 people in the world, and I get to be one of those. It was a very arduous process, and um, I wanted to tell you a little bit about what I had to go through. So I had to have at least five years of paid professional resume writing experience, have that, and then some for sure. I had to pass a rigorous English and language, language and grammar examination, so English has always been my strong suit, but my gosh, it has improved tremendously since I've been a resume writer, and it was a tough exam. And I had to submit a comprehensive portfolio of five resume writing case studies with before and after transformation. So I had to provide them with the before resume, the resume I wrote, what the client's challenges were, what they presented to me as being kind of their goals or their concerns, what my strategies were for writing that resume. So I had to sort of narrate all of those, um, all of those examples that I gave. And so I had to make sure that my, my examples represented a breadth of industries. I had certain industries I had to do, which was challenging to meet all of those. And then also different levels of job seekers. And um, my portfolio was evaluated on, you know, my strategy and my client positioning, my writing styles and my techniques. Um, was my cover letter complementary to the other documents? Do my resumes have great visual appeal? And did I have proper grasp of the English language and grammar? So it was, um, again, a very arduous process. And I'm so proud of myself for doing that. And I think um, it, it kind of makes me think about you guys and what up out there is sort of your big dream. And are you going after it? Or are you telling yourself that it's too hard, that there's there's too much um, at stake if you try it? You know, you might lose, you might fail. And what I would offer to you is that in having those thoughts and in not trying, you are failing. So you're kind of thinking of what is the worst case scenario here and you're guaranteeing that scenario. So if you're 
feeling about trying for something, trying for the next big job or promotion or new industry or new career field or credential or degree or whatever is too big and you might fail, what you're doing by not trying is failing ahead of time. So I encourage you to take those big risks because in the end, if you still fail, you will have had the accomplishment, the sense of accomplishment of the of the attempt and of trying and of giving it your best shot as opposed to the sense of failure really around walking away from it and not even giving it a try. All right, today's topic is brand you, Y-O-U. So just like the products marketed and sold by you, my sales and marketing superstars, you are a brand as well. You are a product and we want to talk about how to market that, how to brand that. So I want you to think about the work you do. How could you possibly market or sell your product if you didn't know that product inside and out? How would you know who to market it to? How to present that product in a way that is most meaningful to the the intended audience? How would you know any of that if you didn't know that product inside and out? So without that knowledge, you would really be kind of firing into the dark and hoping something is going to hit the mark. But yet that's how many people approach the job market. They don't clearly define themselves as a product. You know, essentially what ends up happening is because they're not defining it either in print or in their interviews, they're not getting the the key jobs. Why would an employer want to hire them? So I always think about the alternative of being very brand brand differentiated is being generic. So if you think about generic, most people don't choose generic unless they are driven by price, right? So I'd rather have the bounty paper towels, but these are cheaper. I'd rather have the, um, you know, a certain brand of chips, but these are cheaper. And I don't want you to be the least expensive alternative. I want you to be the brand that people are aspiring to hire or to retain in their company or to promote. So when you don't know those pieces, when you're not clearly differentiated in your market, you're kind of a train wreck waiting to happen. Here's what I want to do. I want to give you my favorite questions for determining your brand. This is a significant of the piece of the work that I do with my clients. So when we're formulating their branded resume, I'm asking them some of these same questions. And what I find is that this same work also helps them in prepping for the job interview. And I'm, I'm upfront with my clients and saying, we're killing two birds with one stone. This may seem arduous and it may seem painful to think about these things now, but I promise you, you're going to have a much better resume because of it. And you're going to be light years ahead of your competition in the interview phase. So in episode seven of the podcast, I talked about getting crystal clear on your brand. And here are the questions I mentioned in that episode. You're free to go back, of course, and listen to the whole episode. But briefly, I asked the questions, what do I do differently and better than others in my field? What do I dislike about how others in my profession go about this work? And what is my solution? What feedback do I consistently receive about my strengths? So I'm going to go through those again. What do I do differently and better than others in my field? What do I dislike about how others in my profession go about this work? And what is my solution? And what feedback do I consistently receive about my strengths? Here are three questions that you can ask others to help determine your brand. What do I do better than anyone else you know? 
If you had to compare me to a model of car, a type of appliance, a breed of dog, pick whichever one you want, what type of car would I be and why? What breed of dog would I be? What type of appliance and why? And, and then the final question, what three adjectives best describe me? So let me go through those questions again. What do I do better than anyone else you know? If you had to compare me to a model of a car, type of appliance, breed of dog, pick the one you want, which type of car would I be and why? The and why is of critical importance because otherwise you're going to get information and not know how to contextualize it. I think you're a truck. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean that you think I'm a truck because I'm heavy duty, I can carry large loads, I can handle all terrain? Or does it mean that you think I'm a truck because I'm good at taking the garbage <laughs> to the dump, right? And then what three adjectives best describe me? So during a resume strategy phone call with my clients, so I have two one-hour strategy sessions with my clients where I'm gathering all the data that I need for their resume. And one of the questions I ask them is what their five main brand messages are. So I preface this question by telling them that I want specifics. I want to get really granular with the information that they're going to give me so that it differentiates them from every other person that will be competing for positions with them. So here's my analogy that I always give. If I go to a car dealership and I ask the car salesman about a particular vehicle that I'm interested in, and he says, well, this vehicle has four tires, an engine, and a steering wheel, he hasn't differentiated that car really from any vehicle on the planet, right? What I want to know is I probably want to know about the safety features or maybe the gas mileage or the entertainment and the nav system. I want to know the warranty. You know, what benefits does this particular dealership provide if I buy a vehicle from it? So the equivalent for brand you is to tell me that you're a hard worker. So that's like a steering wheel, right? Oh, I'm a hard worker. I'm highly motivated. There's your tires. And I have X years of experience, which is like an engine, right? So boring, boring, boring. I want you to tell me about your record. And these, by the way, are examples from one of my recent uh, marketing superstars. Tell me about your record of turning around underperforming sales departments and leveraging outsourcing to minimize cost and maximize productivity. Tell me about your ability to conceptualize and produce strategic go-to-market plans that are based on thorough research and sound methodology. And tell me about your experience with quarterbacking strategic and innovative marketing and branding strategies for B2B and B2B, B2C segments. So yes, he's a, he's a fantastic superstar and the sky's the limit for, for my, my guy. So those are the kind of things I want to know about. Those are the things that can differentiate you. So to do this kind of work, you really have to have an objective eye on your career. And I know that for some of you, that's very difficult. I hear that, particularly from you women. It's very difficult for you to talk about yourself like that. You think that what you've done is sort of typical or it's what I was supposed to do. Um, or you don't like to brag or you think you're tooting your horn. And, and by the way, it ain't bragging if you can prove it. So I think that this right here is one of the biggest benefits of working with a professional like me because I can look at your career with a strategic eye. I can pull things out of your career, kind of the themes that I see running through your career better than you can because I'm looking at it with a fresh set of eyes. I'm not in the mire, right? Um, what's the expression? It's hard to, to read the label from inside the jar.
So when I, my clients stall out on this question about their brand, I invite them to think about it in a couple of different ways. So one is, what am I consistently called upon to do? You know, am I consistently called to turn around underperforming departments like my client that I just mentioned? Um, or is it building departments from the ground up to become showpieces for the organization? That's been my um, one of my brand attributes. Or is it mentoring and coaching so team members perform at their peak? So do you consistently come in and take an underperforming team and make them, you know, amazing? So here's another way of looking at that question. What's my secret sauce? So sometimes it's it's looking that kind of that layer below the accomplishments at what's the underlying skill set that I consistently demonstrate to achieve the goals that I've achieved in my in my career. So how do I accomplish what do I what I accomplish? Is it my ability to secure the best talent in the industry? So let's take that example of this guy that can come in and and turn around underperforming teams. Well, is he taking the existing team and mentoring and coaching them to success so that they have very specific goals and they're kept on target? Um, it's a very different skill set to come in and assess bench strength and make the tough decisions to terminate. The, the gentleman that I mentioned a while ago in marketing had a situation where he came into an office and basically he had to get rid of everybody. Uh, it was just a hot mess and he had to start from the ground up. That's a very different skill set than taking what you have, um, either because maybe they have, you can see the potential in them and they're just not maximizing their potential or situation means the, the circumstances are that you have to work with what you have. I've been in that situation. I worked in higher education for 22 years. The fact that I was able to get the accomplishments that I was able to get out of my team was significant in that I inherited them and could not get rid of underperformers. So I had to work with what I had. And that, again, is a very different skill set than being able to clean house, start over again, and build them from the ground up. You know, is my secret sauce my ability to build long-term relationships with customers? So if you're going to tell me about how your sales results skyrocket everywhere you go, you go from, you know, your, your territory is the worst in the company to the best in the company or something like that, then what's that secret sauce? Is it those relationships that you build? Is it that you can see potential in a customer and present that customer with solutions to their problems that, you know, just make amazing differences to their company's bottom line. So, and it doesn't mean that you only have one secret sauce, so it can be a combination of these things, but really thinking about that layer below the accomplishment to the secret sauce can really be helpful. And then one more thing I'll offer about brand messages is that sometimes it's not so much the individual aspects of your brand, but rather the combination of those brand attributes. So each one of those brand traits in themselves is not particularly outstanding. It's the fact that all of them are possessed in one individual. So I'm going to use myself as an example. So in my space, which is executive resume writing and career coaching, there are many people in my space who have a master's degree. There are many people in my space who have as many or more years of experience that I have. There are many people in this space who have um, the Academy Certified Resume Writer designation, which is uh, next to the Master Resume Writer, the highest in the industry. There are 20, less than 25 of us out there who are Master Resume Writers. There are 
people out there who are certified job search strategists. There are people out there who are certified executive and leadership development coaches. There are people out there who provide tremendous customer service and very professional work with their clients. And there are plenty of people who give great results to their clients. Putting all of that together in a single person's package is what makes me outstanding and what differentiates my brand. So if I take that back, kind of strip that down to the, to the bare bones, everything that I do in my marketing, in my conversations with potential clients, in documents and you know marketing collateral and things like this podcast and my blog, everything that I do is in support of that professional but personal brand, right? So everything from the colors that I use to the you know, pictures, everything really is built around that hallmark, which is what makes me different. And that's what I want for you as a, as a career manager, as a job seeker. I want you to be crystal clear on what do I bring to the table. It's one thing to think I'm great and I've had great success in my career and any employer would be lucky to have me. It's a very different thing to be very specific about why they would be lucky to have you and why they should be clamoring to hire you. So when you can get at that granular level and articulate that clearly, verbally and in writing, the sky is really the limit for you in your career. So I invite you to get to that point. And if you need help with that, of course, I'm your career manager. I want to help you. So put, put a question in the question box. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Of course, I want you to be engaged in this community. I want to support you in any way that I can. And uh, just know that I'm here for you. And I want you to have a great week. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.